Testing, testing, one, two. I've been losing my voice. <clears throat> yeah, like it honestly started. You do? That's why you're a blessing. That's why you're a blessing. I'm a grandma. I gotta cough it off in that thing. I gotta have something for the kids. Yeah, Thank you so much, man. Nice. Yeah. That's gonna open it up. That's this, so. Yeah. That's interesting. I'm getting over being sick too. I think everybody is. Yeah. It's not cool. I'm not loving it. Yeah. That's when you have the fluctuations <laughs> of weather from like 70 to 30. Yeah. Like I'm kidding. Like, oh my gosh. I don't know if I should wear a hoodie, shorts, both. No. Thermals. Um, definitely not healthy for the planet, but. Global <laughs> <laughs> warming is really taking its toll. Are you from Texas originally? Yes, but I my dad was in the military, so I moved around a lot. Oh, okay. But I was born in Texas. I was born in Abilene, Texas. Nice. West Texas, tiny little city. Yeah, that's the country. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I was very. Yeah, all Texas natives. Huh? Yeah, born and raised. I'm from New York originally. <gasps> yeah. What are you doing in Texas? My mom moved here ten years ago. Um, I moved around <coughs> too. So like. My family originally from New York, but by the time they moved here, we were living in Illinois. So literally high school in Illinois, college in New York, and then I floated between New York, Chicago, LA, and kind of just did my own thing for a little bit. But I came here one summer and I never left. Oh. Yeah. That's what happens to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and get stuck I literally, here. Literally like got shipwrecked here. Oh yeah. Like flying saucer. Y'all ready to do this? Land. Let's run it. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of What's Up With That, episode three. We got Siobhan Lenane. Yes. I say your name right? Yeah, Siobhan Lenane. All right, cool. Um, I'm your host, Nick Martin. This is my co-host, you know, Nimbus. What's good? Everybody, make sure you like, subscribe, all that shit, follow and share everything. Shout out to uh, Alex Miles, those dot connectors. Y'all rock. Uh, I just want to get right into this. You know, y'all were kind of talking about uh, your music videos and stuff. Your new single, out On A Come Up. Tell us about that one. How did, how did this video come about and the, the song in itself? How did that all come about for you? Um, so on the come up, I want to say it was produced by, you know, let me, I want to make sure before I say it. So I just won't say who it was produced by. But um, that one was one of my favorite songs I've ever made. Cause yeah, no, like, it's, it's, it's really catchy. It sounds like something I would like, as an artist, like sometimes you do make things that you're like, I wouldn't necessarily like put this on myself just because you know that like someone else might appreciate it. And it's not my job to like make art for me. It's my job to just like, tap into like the consciousness and then pull and then put it out so I try not to like take ownership over like all of my art in that way but this is like the one thing I made that I was like oh my god like I like this one so mm. um I've, I've been listening to like a lot of yeet and like nice. um Atlanta rappers like um underground Atlanta rappers so I was mm. really trying to like draw inspiration from like those artists and mm. I wanted something like edgy um and of course I like anything where I get to like express feminine rage so that's all <laughs> Yes. No, I saw the video was done by a real bump. Yeah. That guy's got. He does some of the. Have you seen the videos he makes? Mm -hmm. Dude, they're so sick. Like, he, check him at. Check him out at at real bump on Instagram. They're the sickest videos. Like all the local people around here. 
Watch your mic. Watch your mic. But uh, all the local people around here, like, I'm trying to think of some other people, but uh, they're just sick-ass videos, dude. You got to check them out. They're so sick, yeah. Including yours. We, we're doing a lot. Here. Yeah, you've done a few of them, I right? I did Aquarius, too. And oh, yeah. I am, too. So it was like, eh. Nice. Your sign, your sign. I'm a Pisces, so. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, for sure. Um, when I watched on a Come Up, I really thought of Rico Nasty instantly. <laughs> I was just like, that's the shirt that reminds me of like that young Rico Nasty energy where it's just like, I don't give a fuck. Say what the fuck I want to say. How I want to say it. And it's just pure freedom but rage at the same time. But like done in a way that it's tasteful. I love Rico Nasty. No, she's the truth. So so your EP is called Sweet Tea, right? Yes. What's what's up with that? Cuz I'm from Texas, so you know, I mean, I don't know. I feel like if you mention Texas then you got to like every Texas Texan tea. like Sweet Tea, you know, no, it's I like a very that. big thing for <laughs> Texans, I yeah. feel like um and Southerners in general really, but I don't know, I just feel like it's very like it's it like says something. I don't, and also I love tea, so why not? You know, I think it's just a cute name. No, it's sick. I used to be in a metal band, and uh, one of our songs is called Sweet Tea. I want to hear it. Yeah, it's tight. I'll show it to you after this, but it's sick, man. That's one of my favorite songs to play, too. It's sick. But, yeah. At the beginning of it, our uh, my vocalist would be like, have yourself a glass of sweet tea, and we'd start the fucking song. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I like the contradiction between, like, metal and sweet tea. Yeah, it was, right. I mean, we were... <laughs> Literally opposites, <laughs> but at the same time. Yeah, we were goofy, man. It was, it was pretty ridiculous at the time. <laughs> What, what's your whole inspiration behind all that production, though? Um, well, right now we've been working with this producer called Sergeant J. And then hold on, I want to make sure that I get these right because it's really important to me to shout out producers because I shout outs to you for actually giving credit to producers. That's okay. Artists do that shit. And honestly, well, because I produced my first. Oh, okay. Base TJ. Base TJ is the one who produced on a come up. Amazing. Like every time I get beats from him, I'm like elated and so excited to play with him because I produced my my first EP. And I feel Did like, you? yeah, Demi okay. got I that's all self-produced. So shit. like self-production, right? Yo, I knew I could tell when like I listened I to it. I was like, this sounds organic as fuck. It's so <laughs> hard and time-consuming. And like mm. honestly, like nowadays, I feel like more than ever you can hear it. Sorry, is that Tokidoki? This one right here? Yeah. Yeah. I love Tokidoki. In yeah. my song I said in Onako I said in my Tokiti, so I'm talking about my Tokidoki tea. Mm-hmm. Bring a Tokidoki tea right now. That's okay, so <laughs> that's crazy. But <laughs> um, wait, what was I saying? Okay, yeah, producers. Um it's just really hard. And like nowadays you can tell that like if like you don't really need good lyrics. Like you can pretty much say whatever you want. Anything, yeah. If your beat like rise, if your beat is hard, like you're solid. That's all this ma- like mastering and mixing it well. Yeah, that's all people that's really care about now. Yeah. It's just the beat and how it makes you feel, the vibe really. Yeah. What did yeah. you b- produce on for your first EP Demigod? Like what doll did you use to produce it? Can you guess? I was gonna say potentially FL, but then at the same time, I almost said FL too. Garage Band. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like the right, most like right. generic, basic at home. on my iPad. Like I didn't even have a laptop. But I mobile <laughs> producers. Literally, I had a, a, a little dude, like iPad. Pro that's it's phone. the wave of the future. Everyone's doing their shit on their own, dude. Because here's the thing: when I listened to it, it sounded very lo-fi, and I was listening to it at work. So I had headphones. My headphone reference is like semi-good. Yeah. Then I listened to it again in the car, and I was like, "Damn, this is mixed really good." I mix it on my iPad too. But it's crazy. Can tell when like someone 17. personalizes their mix because it sounds more so tailored to their vocals. Like your vocals are very airy, 
right? And you put like reverb on it, then you compress it a little bit. I can tell because I engineer too, so I'm like, thank you for noticing. Oh yeah, I, I dig deep into music heavy, so so I was like, I'm listening to it. I'm like, dude, she's hard. Like, and the next thing you know, what was it? FOMO. FOMO oh, is so hard, bro. Thank you. It's so hard, and I I, I relate to that because I feel like everybody kind of has a fear of missing out. To Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So when I listened to it, I was like, this is deep, but it also hits the core, too. You know, it's like, Yeah, it's some relatable shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah seriously. But no, I could tell. I was like, she probably made this beat. There's Like, because I only hear certain producers that make shit like that, and most of them are people I used to follow on SoundCloud like five, ten years okay. ago, you know, and our band camp, and like naturally, I'm like, her shit is real. It's it's true. It truly hers. I know you didn't just rip it off of YouTube. Like, you actually sat with it, you know. That's why I wasn't intrigued to interview you. You want a drink? Water? Yes. Sure, I've never yes, actually please. tried liquid death. Is this water? Oh, yeah, it's actually very refreshing, too. Thank you. You, you want one, too? Well, I feel honored. I'm so glad that you noticed. Shout out to liquid death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can ask her. Like, I'll literally. It looks just like, like, a, like a Modelo. You know? Yeah. And it's a tall boy. Yeah. I mean, that's their whole gimmick, you know. They're trying to make it look like alcohol, so. But. Yeah, shout out Liquid Death. Yeah. Shout out Liquid Death. Delightfully we really, really like a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Perfect. <laughs> All right, so let, let me ask, what, where does your, like, do you seem to draw more creative flow out of sad times or when you're in, like, a more positive energy field? That's a, that's a, really, that's a, cool, that's a really cool question. I don't think I've ever been asked that. Um, I feel like... I even tweeted recently, I was like, I don't like sad music. Like, I don't know, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'm very, like, I like to dance, I like to have a good time, and right. so a lot of the times I like to make, yeah, like, I don't know, I don't want to be sad, like, I'm like, I'm a big believer in, like, life there is, in life there is inherent suffering, and so why should I subject myself to my own suffering? Like, I, I feel you on that. I'm not going to yeah. put myself through it, it, it'll happen regardless, and so, like, yeah. I even apply that to, like, I'm not a big, like, worrier. Like, if something's happening to my car, until I can get it fixed, why should I worry about it? Like, I'm not about to struggle. Life is stressful. I don't need help making it stressful. Oh, don't get me wrong. I worry about shit. But <laughs> I do worry, but I try my hardest not to just in the same sense of, like, you know, why should I work so hard to make myself suffer? Like, it's going to happen. Yeah, but the, the needless suffering. Yeah. It's like I just don't need to work harder. So I try to, like, make music that feels good or is liberating. Like, my first EP, I really want to, like, people and especially feminine people because a lot of times I'm making music for like trans women non-binary women specifically like black women you know because I want them to feel empowered and free and confident I want my music to give people the permission to be cocky like I want them to hear it and be like I'm the shit period that's so definitely I, the vibe you put off in like in like nine to five that, that's the total vibe of that whole th- that whole song right there but yeah so honestly I think I draw best when I feel cocky when I feel angry when I feel like tapped into my like punk rock like feminine anger and like yeah I don't know I like I like yeah empowered when I feel empowered when I feel liberated that's, oh, that's cool. I make art yeah that's what I feel from here like I'm telling you when I was listening to Mob Ties I ran it back like three times yeah because at first I, I listened to it just to hear the beat and hear like cadence then it's like damn she's powering out and then the person that you featured on it was hard AR. too AR yeah. yeah I'm like damn that's that's dope. And she was even telling me, she shows me a lot of music sometimes that I don't know anything about. And Tia Cor, I was just going to take oh, you to ask you if you listen to that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, 
I love this. Yeah, okay, cool. I'll check that one out. But yeah, yo, I, I feel that energy, and I'm just like, dang, like, it's so true. Like, this new era of music slash rap slash just energy that is coming out now. I feel like women are capitalizing on it so much more because y'all y'all don't give a fuck about pushing the limit or pushing the, the That's invisible true. barrier yeah. that exists. It's like, nah, fuck that. We're here. We're kicking down the door, and this is what we sound like. Yeah. And it's raw. Like, genuinely, it's raw. I appreciate it. I'm like, damn, it's hard. I'm the love it in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, AR's verse on that is hard, though. Yeah. AR's fire. Well, the video is so fun to shoot, though, because she pulled up with, I want to say at least seven other girls. And I'm talking like, like body, body, like, like seven girls. But they were all so cool and kind. And they were just like, I mean, they were twerking everywhere and like smoking and just having a good time. Yeah. It was just so like good vibes, and I just felt like yeah, that oh makes God, it like, easy. I felt this part of like a like, girl group. Like it was fun. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool. And it looked like you were in that in your element in that video. I mean, it, it looked really fucking like just really well put together. It yeah. was really fun. Yeah. Everyone did so good, and we I think we had like an hour to get it done, so we were like like rushing what? through it. Oh shit! That's a small window. Everyone wow. just brought such like I don't know. Everyone was just on it. It was really fun. That's crazy. Get all that done in an hour? Yeah, that's so I'm like, what? Like, wow. That's crazy production time-wise. All your videos are like that, though. They have, like, multiple scenes, multiple sets, or rather, in uh, different outfits. Like your, uh, what was it, the, I think it's Say That. You're on your, like, Aaliyah vibe in that one. Yeah. I dig the whole, like, late 90s, early 2000s, like, old flip phone vibe to, yeah. the, to the shit and we're actually i'm glad you said that because we just finished the the video that the like video that we needed the group for it's for my song texas type of love so that one's have it has like a similar vibe like late 90s early 2000s yeah. but the, um <clears throat> we work with jelani and he does jelani a lot Lee? of um oh, okay just all i know is jelani j miller that's okay, his okay. that's his name say, but he's crazy. a he's a videographer and um, he's based in Atlanta, and he does, like, a lot of, like, Y2K stuff, like, or, like, that aesthetic. Like, he even yeah. brought, like, a flip phone on set for me, so I could be like, I'm coming to the party. And, like, he brought, like, a digital camera, and we were, like, taking, like, digital cameras. That's cool. So, um, so he shot that, the, the newest video that's going to come out soon, and he also shot the Say That video. So he's yeah, really cool. He does a lot of really cool stuff. Hell yeah. You know, your videos are dope. Yeah. yeah. Really well put together. A lot of people work hard on them. <laughs> it's, it shows this quality in it, and visually... Aesthetically, it was beautiful. Sorry, I just got back from a 12-hour shift. Levels <laughs> are a little lower. I completely <laughs> they were all up, like after work. It's all good, dude. <laughs> Speaking of work, how do you uh, balance your like life and work balance? It's really hard, if I'm honest, because like I do, I have two jobs, and I have this music career, and then... That's another job in itself. Exactly, so yeah. I feel like I have three jobs sometimes, and mm -hmm. then I have, like, of course, like, family stuff, I do have a partner, and then I have a cat who is my child, and Word. I birthed him, so... <laughs> um, so, <laughs> it's just, well, it's a lot of juggling, but um, I like to stay up really late. I've noticed, though, like, you know, like, people are, like, rise and grind, like, wake up at 5 a.m. and, like, get shit done. Mm -hmm. I'm more, like, stay up till 5 a.m. and get shit done, and then sleep in late, like... I've noticed that about myself. I've yeah. noticed that too. If I if I tend to stay up like that, I get more productive the later I stay up. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna ask y'all, do y'all feel more productive around like two a.m. three? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I guess it's the ADHD yeah. brain kicking in. Like. Maybe that's it. You know, I time to work. Yeah. You know, can't sleep. Like, <laughs> Not for real. Stay busy. I feel like that's when the clearest ideas come to mind, and then you're just more so willing to spontaneously. Super clear. On it, yeah. You know. Super clear. I've heard it comes from the fact that there are less people up. 
And so you have less frequency and brain waves to deal with. And naturally, your mind can focus on dude, that. Dude, that makes so much sense, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's very interesting. I've never heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's less, literally more people are sleeping. So you have more room and more frequency to actually explore your creative mind. That's actually fascinating. That's, yeah. that's interesting. That makes me think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah. I like that possibility. <laughs> that's cool. Hey, I, I vibe with it because I feel like a lot of my stuff comes at like the randomest times. You can ask her. I'll wake up two in the morning next thing you know i get a fucking golden idea and i gotta write it down or like mm-hmm. add it or sample dude let me ask you let me ask you both this how often do y'all wake up with a song in your head like wake up first thing in the morning it's already in your head oh my God. like lyrics or that's actually weird but that does happen and also my mom she'll like wake up and think of a song like have a song in her head and then yeah. she'll go on twitter and like see the artist I've had that happen a few times, but I'll wake up. I mean, more often than not, I already have like a song like in my head. Like it's it's weird. Like just lyrics. Like lyrics will be on like repeat, and I'm just like, why am I repeating this fucking like? Yeah. There's certain that that's crazy as you mentioned that. I was in New York, and I remember when I I got done from couch surfing from Chicago to LA to New York, and literally like. For a good two weeks, I would wake up in certain music. I could hear it playing in my head. And then yeah. I'd be like, is that playing out loud or is it in my head? And it was like, at, at one point, I kind of got nervous. Like, is this ever going to stop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going crazy? Yes, yes. For real. Look, I really felt shit. like that. I was like, damn, I'm really hearing. like. I think it's just the, the musician mind. You know, like we're just kind of all tuned that way to kind of hear things musically. So when if you're just out and about, say in like a bustling city, you kind of just pick up on repetition patterns and shit, you know. I think so. Yeah, you, you pick up on beats and stuff. Yeah, yeah, especially the catchy ones. Yeah. And usually for me, it's like old school music more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of old, because I sample a lot of old stuff, so naturally that like sticks to my brain more than like newer age though. I feel you. But yeah, like it, it'll always be a classy tune. I can't remember the last one that was like constantly playing in my head. It, no, okay. It was Meet Me Halfway by fucking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Black Eyed Peas. Yes. <laughs> no way, because yes. don't get me started. Bro, the middle, the middle section of that song is so fucking beautiful. That song is like so good, honestly. Yeah. I feel like it needs to be like considered like a classic. like. For sure. Especially for that era. It was different. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so you might wake up listening hearing that shit tomorrow. <laughs> if you had a chance to pick like anybody, who would be like your dream feature to have on a, to do a song with? I feel like I have a lot, honestly. I used to always say Travis Scott, but I feel like now it's changed. Just because he's from Texas, and I feel like he had like that same like dreamy sort of sound. Mm-hmm. I, think I, I can see that fitting. Yeah, yeah. kind of like maybe something like villainous. I think that would sound cool. Right. But, what era, Travis Scott though? Um, definitely like rodeo era. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Like I don't know, I like the like very like kind of dark melodic, and I think okay, I'm gonna get all astrology on y'all, but I think he's a Pisces Mercury, and I am too, and so that means like we Hmm. think in a very dreamy sort of way. Okay, so I feel like that would be cool. I think he'd make cool music, but I don't know, maybe like ye or like. I don't know. My first thought was I was a problematic artist, but I love her. Ooh. Azealia Banks. Okay. Oh. Like, okay. I know. All right. I mean, hey, no. hey, not many people would say that, though. So you're raw. It's just, just like, saying, like, hey. She's, she, she does. I just feel like, I don't she know, maybe she, like, cleaned, <laughs> like, I don't know, she, like, came back and was like, hey, I'm sorry. And then she wanted to, like, use, utilize my art to, like, 
you know, rebrand or something, then I would be like, right. I'll, I'll, I'll be bold enough. But, yeah. That's dope. I think everybody has that one problematic artist that they just yeah. don't give a fuck. They want to work with them because it's something oh, yeah. that they inspired them. Yeah. She was like such a big inspiration for me, so it, it does. It's hard, but I mean, right now, like with Kanye West and like producing. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah, yeah, like it's so hard being like a music lover because you're like, I know, like realistically, like. Yeah. What do you think about all that? Like, you think he's like just fucking lost it or just did it on think, purpose? I think we just have to let let it go. Like as like mm. producers and musicians, we gotta just let it go. Like we're all still holding on to like flashing lights. Yeah. And, like, you know, like yes. we're still, we want that. Yeah. At graduation. Eight oh eight. Yeah. yeah. And late registration was the first album I got from him, so it was just like. Ah. Low key, y'all should totally do an episode like the grieving of like having to stop listening to like your. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yo, like my one of my favorite bands, No Effects, just called it quits. Really? They're like an old school punk band, dude. Yeah, we should do. Yeah, we should do that. That's actually a good idea. It's a, it's a dope idea. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, if you had to write a book, what, what would your book be about? You write an astrology book? <laughs> I don't know if I know. <laughs> I think I would totally do something like, maybe like a poetry book. Okay. But for me, okay, so I really like, um, I like, of course, like, trans-focused and, like, queer-focused, um, okay. POC-focused, like, poetry. But because like people from our community struggle so much a lot of it is like heart-wrenching and like sad and so you know previously like i said like i like happy things so i would do a book like that but it would be like maybe the joys of it uh, like it would be like very like honestly like butterflies and like bubblegum and peaches and cream because like i don't know like the feelings more yeah than like sometimes you know it's just nice to like sometimes things don't have to hurt sometimes it can just be like fun and i feel that like i can only listen to zero for so long you know, he's, like, his shit's just so depressing and shit, so. It can be dark. Yeah, dude. It can be dark. I mean, I think there's a there's a beauty in darkness, just like there's a beauty in light. And uh, me personally, like, I'm very extroverted, you know, bubbly, but at the same time, there's some dark music that I just love to listen to. Oh, I mean, that's, that's what Little Peep is to me. Like, he's oh just, God, dude, I went down a Little Peep hole for, like, months. Like, when I found out about him, I just went, like, you get depressed listening to that yeah. shit. Like, there's, there's certain you feel his like, fucking like hurt through his music, his and pain is yeah, very, like like kinetic, like you like you said, yeah. you feel it. Um, Drive, him and Xavier Wolf, one of my hardest, like one of my favorite ones to listen to. And then, uh, dude, girls, that's that one right there. God, yeah. yeah, that one's sick. Yeah, but it, it, little peep tangent. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna mention Bones because I feel like Bones had like such beautiful music that was like dark right. at the same time, yeah. like lovely and like just just raw as fuck. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I, I went through a heavy Bones phase back in the day, especially. But I think I, I would like to hear your perspective more so on that, like inter that internalized emotion that people might not express, but they show just from togetherness. You know what I mean? <laughs> So naturally, I think that would be cool. And it's very unique because people don't really dig that deep into it or express themselves that much unless they're around people that they're comfortable with. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't want to just put it out there like that. Yeah. Or know how to even, like, have that discussion. That's that's a big issue. Fear of judgment. Or, yeah. You know, being critiqued by other people that just don't know how to accept people for who they are. Mm -hmm. what they are. Absolutely. They identify as. Well, it just makes for an uncomfortable conversation, you know, and people don't want to have that conversation. Yeah. You know? yeah. People don't like to be uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true.
I do, but when you do have the conversation and everyone is comfortable, yeah, it's, it's like liberating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's beautiful, yeah. Yeah, when you can actually have a conversation and actually not see eye to eye on something and still be cool, like that, that rarely happens anymore. You might learn you know. something. Yeah, like, <laughs> you, you, you're gonna learn something, man. I mean, you're gonna learn a whole new perspective, or yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. What What's your uh, both of y'all's favorite uh, era of music? Because <laughs> I would say probably the seventies, if I could like, 70s? if I could live in that shit. Okay, well that's that's yeah. If you're living in it, I yeah. Live in it, but in terms of like, you know, I'm only thirty, so I only got to experience like, you know, I'm a '92 baby, so I got to see the golden era of hip hop to a certain degree. Even yeah. though I was just a baby, it was still playing in Harlem and in certain parts of Manhattan. But I would have to say in the '90s for sure, dude. It was, it was beautiful. It was dusty. Right. It wasn't really mixed well. Like, when you listen to certain shit, you yeah. go back, you're just like, damn, those drums are flat as fuck. Mm-hmm. It sounds so hard. Um, yeah. Early, late 90s slash early 90s, and then, like, probably up to maybe 2005. Because mm. that's when music got kind of colorful. and like After that, everything... Was crazy. Yeah, after 2000, 2005, everything just started to decline after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time. I found out that it was because record labels actually started running out of money. Oh, no and shit. They had big budgets for everybody, like in the 90s going into the 2000s, and then music was being sold physically before the, the mm-hmm. digital streaming era came. So literally, like, imagine a record label getting a big check, and they're like, you know what, fuck it, $100,000 budget. Yeah. Like, for instance, Diddy was the first... Uh, got exec to spend a million dollars on a music video a million dollars back in that day when a million dollars was like yeah like three million yes exactly bro so it's like whoa Mm -hmm. where did you get this budget from but mind you he had biggie in the song he had buster rhymes in the song he was rapping and it was like it was kind of like their version of the matrix yeah yeah what about you siobhan i would say you said the 70s first yes i'm gonna go with the 70s 70s Yeah. yeah very like psychedelic mm-hmm. cool vibes and also like i don't know there's just so much like there's like a lot of cool like black artists doing like crazy things for like, sure there's, like you know lots of punk rock black artists and stuff like that no oh, bad brains yeah I mean, come on That's so cool. those dudes are so sick i mean they they fucking like revolutionized punk at, at the time there were no black dudes doing it like that. And it was all more analog back then, too. Oh, it was everything. Literally. Everything was. Literally. Yeah, you had to. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was the only way. Yeah. Only way. That's why another reason. Man, I'm honestly, though, fuck all that. I'm going with the 90s. 90s? Yeah, just because. Just like, <laughs> that's, like, my favorite area of music. And, and I'm even going to push it to 2005, too. Cause, Word? Because, like, that, that chunk right there. Because I'm, I'm forever in 2005 in my head. Like, mm-hmm. My Chemical Romance. Um, like... For good Charlotte, you, you know what I'm saying? Like that whole, that, it, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, she was heavy on that. She pushed that shit heavy. But that, 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 that whole section, I'm just forever like stuck in that in my head, you know. It was a beautiful era. Aren't you glad you got to experience it while you were young too? Mm-hmm. Like riding on the school bus and you hear that shit playing. Like, I was listening to Cupid's Chokehold the other day. Oh, yeah. And I was like, bruh, like, Gym Class Heroes. Like, mm-hmm. Watching that music video as a kid on MTV2. I was like, what the Man, that's a throwback. Yes. Gym yes. Class Heroes. No, shout out to them. What, what happened to them, dude? Bro. Um, Gorillas. So, basically, the main lead. What was his name? Travis? Travis. 
Travis I can't believe I just remembered that. Yeah. Dude with a big fro. Did he mm-hmm. date Katy Perry? I think you're right. I think I you're think right. So, yeah. Actually. <laughs> yeah, it's Gym Class Heroes, but I can't remember his Travis name. Travis McCoy, I believe. Oh, okay, Travis McCoy, yeah. Um, basically, he, he talked about it in, air, in an interview, but <clears throat> he got into a really bad accident. Um, they put him on, I think, either oxycodone or something of that nature. Oh, no oxycodone. way. Yeah. And so he had a really bad, like, fit with drugs to a certain degree because, you know what I'm saying, that shit basically gets you hooked. And he had to get weaned off of it. And then actually, once he got weaned off Jeez. of it, he just basically kind of chilled out. But he still makes music to this day. He just he couldn't do what the band had like exceeded. It's like, you know, getting famous too fast. Yeah, yeah. And having mad access. I was actually with one of his music videos in New York a long time ago. Hey, it's cool as fuck. What song was it? I don't even remember. <laughs> That's the crazy part. Like, it was so long ago, I don't even remember. But back then, he was definitely off the shits, for sure. Heavy. But he talked about it much later on after he got clean, and he was just like, yeah, man. Damn, I never knew that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he went through all that. Yeah. That shit will fuck people's lives up so quick. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Especially when you get prescribed it. And it's just like, yeah. I to take this, and then eventually. I mean, that's a real issue in the world, man. Or in America, anyway. The doctors will just prescribe shit. And, and just be like, this could fix it. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah, take as needed. You'll be all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So here's here's a little um, segment that we do called hit or shit. Basically, I'm just gonna like name a few things, and you just tell us if it's a hit or shit for you. All right. Okay. So, first thing on the list is tigers as pets. Shit. Shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> you see those people. It's crazy, right? They're like yeah. a type of person. Yeah. Yeah. A type of person. <laughs> like they're like adrenaline junkies. I'm sorry. What do you mm-hmm. have to be going through that you need a tiger to feel something? It's just wild. That's, just, that's crazy. You gotta, you gotta have a whole like habitat for it. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's an apex predator. Like, mm-hmm. It shouldn't be. No. Mm-hmm. No. You know that shit's gonna like slash at you at least one yeah, time. At some point. At some point. You're not supposed to be domesticated. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I saw like, I've seen like, I've been on TikTok and there's like vets who are like, I would never, I would rather deal with an aggressive dog than an uh, angry cat like a house cat you see those dudes in like saudi arabia dubai they just hugging they're on them tiger king fucking just chill. oh my god this there's a guy who's literally like inviting women to his hotel room to show him his show them his tiger cat yeah it's like that's what he would do yeah crazy. come check out my cat no. all right no so big shit on that one all right so how about the tv show the office Okay, all right, you know what, hit, okay. that hit. the office, <laughs> because it's like, you know, during COVID, like, everything was, like, so, like, scary, and so, like, one time me and my aunt were trying to watch The Handmaid's Tale, like, in the midst of, like, COVID, and it was, like, scary as fuck. Yeah, like, that's a little like, daunting. Close that to home. Was, yeah, yeah. It was super dark. So then we watched mm-hmm. The Office, and it's so, like, dumb that you're just, like, okay, like, you know, it's, like, easy watching. Yeah, it's just background watching, you yeah, know, yeah. you can miss an episode, be all right, you know. What are y'all's thoughts? I love The Office. Yeah. I personally say hit. But okay. it took it took me a while to get into it though, because I used to shit on it so much. I'm like, fuck that show. I hate now that show. And then I fi- I think Kinsey got me into it, but we started watching it together, and I just fell in love with it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah at first, it was hard for me to get into Steve Carell, like 
that in that setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really the side characters that made The Office, I think, much, much better. Oh, yeah. Once you learn all the side stories yeah. and, like, the character development, it's yeah. it's great, dude. Yeah. And yeah. as you see them progress in their lives, it's like, oh, shit. Steve Carell's more so just, like, comedic relief narrator slash famous. Yeah. But really, the yeah. side characters are what make the show. Yeah. A thousand percent. The love story between Jim and Pam. I mean, yeah, I mean come on. Actually, like, yeah. That shit actually evolved, too. Or what about or the, the last scene with fucking Michael when he leaves and she's all chasing him at the airport and whatever. So I see your mama is seems to be real supportive with everything that you do. She's in a lot of your videos on all over your Instagram. What's that like to have the, that supportive group like that, or supportive all that supportive energy behind you, rather? I love having my mom in things, but um, my mom is she's very youthful, mm. and like people always think we're sisters. And so she had me when she was fairly young, not super young, but just young enough that I kind of feel like we grew up together. Mm. And like I mean, she's like the first person I saw like wearing certain things and like singing. She's a singer. So she's oh, like, okay. kind of like the first person to like introduce me to a lot of things. Like I would credit her for like my interest in fashion, my interest in art, my interest in music. So she's just right like, on. I used to like, like she went to school briefly for like fashion design, I think. So I used to like walk with her on campus and like, um, she started poetry. So she had like this massive book of poetry. She's have, I have like all of her fashion designs from her childhood and like, I just remember being young and, like, watching her make these, like, iron-on shirts, and I remember this one specifically. It was, like, a white, like, like v-neck, like, you know, like, a white to like, tight white v-necks, okay. and it was, like, pink, it is what it is, and, like, it was, like, one of those, like, graphic tees. Yeah. So she just, like, she sort of, like, set the, I mean, she yeah. raised a bad, a bad bitch. You were born for this. Like, I was say, literally. Shout like, out to moms, you know? Ultimate reflection of creativity. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I was going to ask you where you're getting all the inspiration for your outfits and, and all the design and production and shit. Get it. From everywhere now, but yeah. we were talking about anime. Yeah, I nine times out of ten, my goals look like an anime character. Like I'm usually channeling like and like people don't think I'm like a weeb. I think because I look like like I look like I'm like trying to achieve something else, like high fashion. Nah, but really, yeah, really, what's happening is I've gone so full circle that I'm now like watching animes about fashion, so I can channel that. Like I'm like full, but it's always like anime usually. Okay. If you had to choose on, I was just about to ask. I, was just, I know what you're about to ask. Yeah. I already know. I was literally, it's right here. I was literally about to ask. Let's see. I wanted that one. Anime yeah. and Marvel? Oh, no. I was, <laughs> was going to say top five. Like, if you had to choose, like, a, you got open plethora of streaming services that, you know, cater to your anime likings, right? Oh, okay. Top five that you would choose from, just, like, off top. Just, like, okay, I want to watch that. I want to rewatch that. Ooh. I really like that. Heard that one's hard. Like, the top five. Okay. Well, my first one I want to put is Paradise Kiss, because... 
there's like a bisexual character in there and he's got like blue hair and then like it's just very fashionable i love like the 2000s animes because it's like i just feel like there's like a large like like nana there's okay. just like the like you know vivian westwood vibe like yeah. the, the, just the emphasis on fashion so i'm gonna put paradise kiss there and then i also like a lot of like really basic ones like i really like death note Death Note is. Oh, Death Note's I love Death awesome. Death. Yeah. One time I was most recently I was talking about my love of anime and I got quizzed. Like I literally had somebody be like, "Prove it!" Like that kind of vibe. And I was like, uh, I, "Like yeah. I'm gonna just I'm gonna like adhere to like your idea of me being a poser. Like I'm just gonna give you that." Yeah, I fuck it. I have a Demon Slayer tattoo. Like I'm I literally I have a, a tattoo of Zenitsu. Oh shit! Like I love That's Demon Slayer. Hard. It literally makes me cry. That's hard. I sobbed watching Demon Slayer. And Yo, then, what did you think about the freaking last arc with? Oh, they ate. The they, animation was crazy. Really but hard. also, you know what? You know we were talking about like. I was a little bit tearjerkering too, as as well. There were certain Tear, points. I was sobbing when I say yeah. it, I would be like. There were certain <laughs> points like, where it hit it, your heartstrings. That's how animes are. They're just super emotional. Mm-hmm. And Demon Slayer is really good at being like beautiful, but then like punching you in the gut. Right. Like. Very much. It'll so. be like the cutest little scene, and there's like a massacre, and you're like, okay, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's duality. Yeah. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would say Paris Kiss, Death Note, Demon Slayer. I guess I'm just going to keep it pretty basic because I really like Jujutsu Kaisen. Gojo is my king. You know, Yo, Gojo, shout out to me. Okay, okay. Love him. The movie was really good too. The movie was, it was a really fun watch and I, enjoy, I loved I the girl it. demon. I enjoyed it very much so. I also enjoyed it. Okay. I once saw with my brother we had a good time. Saw so with my little sister too. Aww. Yeah, we're both weebs. So. Love that. Yeah, shout out to Kayla May. And then I think I've been wanting to rewatch it recently, so I'm gonna put this on my top five. Michiko Ihachin, because this the music from the anime like literally changed my taste. So anime OSTs, you really like them, like the soundtracks for anime. I loved yes, oh my god, yeah, because I feel like you know the outros and the intro songs. Dude, yeah. Like, <laughs> come on, JJK's intros, and then also like um oh my god, the Death Note uh, like the first like intro is like oh, like so sick. It's hard. And I've been watching Chainsaw Man recently, and they have really cool intro and outros. Everyone's been talking the about art Chainsaw is, Man heavy. The like, art in the outros have been like... I haven't heard of that one. Crazy. Yo, I'm late to that one. Yeah, a lot of people have been getting into it heavy, man. I remember when it was a manga, and yeah. everybody was just like yeah. fucking going crazy over the manga, and then the anime came out, and I was like, wait, what? This is nuts. I'm going to wait till it builds up in episodes <laughs> so I can get into it and <laughs> just, just binge. binge it, yeah. 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 I've been watching Bleach Thousand Year Blood War. I haven't that seen shit. Bleach, but I feel like I need to. You need to. I feel like I. That's what I'm. So, I fear about Bleach so much, dude. Yeah. From soundtrack to storyline to character development mm-hmm. to like power scaling, but like on a reasonable level. Like not OP. <laughs> yeah, it's like not OP, but it makes you like think they're OP. But it really, the the main protagonist is always getting like killed or like damn near to the brink of death, and then like reaches another level or another limit and that dragon ball z shit yeah (laughs) Yeah. but it's purely emotion based right he's literally riding for his friends or Mm -hmm. like you know that soul society at one point in time and now the thousand year blood blood war is basically about going into the past and in the present of like the soul society which is basically like the barrier between heaven and like limbo and yeah, like there's literally like a spiritual warfare going on up there between two different variants of like basically people. That sounds right up my alley. It's deep. It's deep as fuck. But it's also beautiful soundtrack wise. Very classical music oriented. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Yeah. I need to watch anime. So I ain't even gotta ask. I ain't even gotta ask. Anime or Marvel? <clears throat> I'm gonna go anime. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think that's a pretty solid question because I've just now recently started to like really like there was a moment where I was kind of like a Marvel like. Meh, because I, I really love movies, and so I was kind of like, Marvel felt like 
generic movie mm. for a moment there. Also, like, I keep getting political. I don't mean to. I think I'm just like that. But, like, propaganda and, like, military stuff, like, U.S. imperialism, like, that kind of vibe is, it's like... been focused a lot. Like, I don't really mm-hmm. want to, like... I'm not trying to be in that. But... Well, the Marvel movies, like, you go see them and they don't offer anything new anytime yeah. you go see it. There's no new storyline. You're going to follow that plot. Uh, same... You're going to get a Disney Channel yeah. dialogue of some sort. Exactly. And but, the writing is always flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or predictable. Anime. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think I'd go anime, too. <laughs> no doubt. Um, so sometimes how, like, an artist, how they start a song is everything. So what what is, like, your favorite, like, opening bar or, like, ad lib? You know, Lil Wayne's got the lighter flick. Oh. You know? Uh, Rick Ross is the, oh. Yeah. Like, what's what's your favorite, like, ad lib that just sticks out to you? Good question. Hmm. I do like the let's go, you know? Let's go. I feel like that's let's a go. good one. Or just, like, a little, like... Um, I don't know, like some weird little hums or something. I have one that's coming out soon. It's called um, Let Me Ask You. And I just did like this very odd like call. I don't know what to call it, but oh, and my I have one song called Energy. Okay. And I literally yell like, yee Like that, like very like yeehaw. Yeah. Country. Right. So like, I guess something like that, like a little just bit. Okay. Something like hooting holler. Texas. You got one that like stands out to you among like among artists? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, dude. Cuddy. Cuddy? Cuddy's oh, just listen to Kid Cuddy. Oh, oh yes. Mm, yeah, he would always hum his in- into his songs. Yeah. Mm, it almost gets you in tune with right. whatever energy yeah. he's about to like transmute and it's like, dang, this is hard. Like some of my favorite Cuddy songs had his hums in the beginning of it. Oh yeah. It's iconic. <laughs> I was just listening to um, What I Am in the Car. Nice. Bruh, I've been going through a big old Cuddy st- like phase, like listening to First Man on the Moon tape. Yep, classic. 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 Oh, yes. Oh, oh, it's awesome. Yeah. 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 It's great. Oh, he, oh, oh no, yeah. Okay, yes. We, yeah, we watched that quite a bit. Watch it, yeah. We watched it a lot. I, I kind of watch it for research purposes now just to see how like they built the scenes and characters and everything, but... He has a really good Amazon documentary, too, that... Oh, I hadn't seen that. Oh, my God, yes. Literally, just, if you have Amazon Prime, just type in Kid Cudi. Right. It's basically a documentary of his life, but then it's cinematically done, and then they have, like, music, his music layered throughout it, but it's different. It's, like, stripped down. Like, he has a pursuit of happiness, and he's going in a fucking, like, he's driving to a spaceship, and literally, like, gets in that shit with, like, the Moon Man. Oh, that's tight. That's That's tight. Yeah, I would highly advise checking it out. Yeah, I'm gonna look into that. That's cool. Yeah. What's your favorite artist intro? All right, so this is a real music head one, and y'all probably ain't gonna know know this one until, like, you go back and listen to it, but Pharrell. Any song that Pharrell works on, he has a four-count intro. Doom, 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 doom. Okay. Like so, drop it like it's hot. It goes doom, 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 doom. That's a that's Pharrell's song. And so, if you hear a song that has a one, two, three, four count like that, that's Pharrell's intro. And he, and he it's like a low key, like you only know it if you know it type shit. And so like, it's not like Mike Will made it, you know. Yeah. It's just some fucking low key, just goes with the song. You'd never really know it. I dig that. I actually, oh, I love you, bro. Yeah, yeah it's so real. It's so true. I mean, oh yeah. I remember his, uh, his his collabs with Snoop was always so fucking iconic, and literally was like, yep. I remember listening to that on the bus, dude, like eighth grade. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to Pharrell. I was, I was thinking about Pharrell earlier today, but N E R D, 
Right. Oh, old school for real. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, bro. Hell yeah. Um, uh, everyone knows uh, that song's playing in my head. Yeah. At work. Yeah. And it was the bridge for everyone knows. And it's fucking phenomenal. No, I think he's an underrated producer in that sense. Because if you didn't know that, you don't realize how many songs he's worked on. Unless you know that little fact, you know. So many. Yeah. So many. So this is a question I ask everyone that comes on. Um, as you go through your life, how are you experiencing time? Is time going by really quickly for you? Do you worry about it at all? Do you think about it? Interesting. I've never been asked a question like that. Um, time so, for me is very... <laughs> like, I can't quite tell the difference between 30 minutes and 5 hours. And so I'm late everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I also, like, it's difficult because I feel like time is, like, mine. Like, this is my... Like, okay. if there's anything that I own in this life, it is my life and my time. And my life is sort of equated to time because, you know, reality and whatnot. And so sometimes it's very difficult for me, which maybe this is a bad thing, to be, like, um, very concerned about being on time because I feel like that's my life. Like, I'll get there when I get there. I don't really like rushing. But, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Time is very confusing. Yeah. I feel like, to me, like, I, I literally live off, off timers. Like, I think I have, like, 85 plus timers right now. Oh, I've got, like, I have a shitload of reminders in my phone. Yeah, yeah. like, I literally, like... So clean my room I have to set a timer for an hour because I just tell myself just do as much as you can in that hour because otherwise you get lost in it seven hours oh okay to get it done yeah so I do that pretty much my entire life like I'm like you have an hour to wash the dishes just wash the dishes so then focus that's interesting how do y'all view time so you you segment your time to a certain degree based off of what you want to do or what you want to accomplish it's honestly helped me out so much because otherwise I wouldn't get anything done yeah it's so like distracting it's very organized No, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with time. Like, time is, is everything. You know, I'm thinking about what I'm doing throughout the day, what throughout the week, month. I'm constantly thinking about it. More future-based thinking or more past-based thinking? Or do you think you're going to... Oh, man, I'm, I'm fucking anxious about the fucking future, worried about stupid shit, or hung up on past shit. You know, I mean, it just it's day by day, you know. But as far as, like, experiencing time, like, it's, it's, it's weird, like you said. It's all relative. Because if, if I'm having, like, a really busy time, it flies by. Like, my, my month of August was so busy, I barely remember it. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, go, 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 go. So it, it's, it's relative. Yeah. 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 I, I remember a conversation we had when you asked me that question. And I told them, we are time. Mm-hmm. It's all based off of how you're moving. If you're moving fast, time's moving fast. If you're moving slow, time's moving slow. Yeah. And all based off of what you're doing in the 24 hours we all have. Right? So it's like... <clears throat> People like us, you know, we're all we're working, working on music, working on ideas, mm-hmm. working on all different types of tangible things, you know. So for us, I think time moves entirely different than like the average person that literally just maybe goes to work, has one task, goes home, watch their favorite show, goes to sleep. Yeah. Versus us, it's like we squeeze a lot. In I feel like I don't have enough time. Exactly. Every day. Oh my god. Every day. Yeah. yeah literally. And when I was younger, I used to always be like, what do you mean there's not enough hours in the day? And now I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. Like, I, I need at least six more just to sleep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. If I get a solid seven or eight more hours. Dude. Oh, my God. Come on. Uh, but I always think about what I would do with that time, too, you know, if I did have it. Like, or if I did make it for myself. So, like, I was telling somebody the other day, sometimes I wake up at four just to get ahead of, like, 
things that I have to do. You have to, man. Just yeah. Because I have to go to work. I have to eat. Yep. I have to do regular, you know, bodily movements. Yep. But then at the same time, creatively, there's certain things I want to accomplish. Yeah. I might have a 30-minute break, and in that 30-minute break, I can update my website in, like, five minutes. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And, and you got to take those every little break you have. Yeah. yeah. You have it to. Good. It feels like accomplishment, even if it was just a little bit of something. Yeah. Step in the right direction. Yeah. But, no, that's a real question, though. I always appreciate when you ask it. That's my favorite one, yeah. So what can we expect from you in 2023? An EP release, Sweet Tea. At least three more music videos. Okay. Um, hopefully more interviews <coughs> and more shows and a sort of development of creativity. So you like performing live? I really enjoy being on the stage. Cool. And then it feels like when I get off, and it's so weird. Mm. It's literally like... I don't know, I feel like when I get on a stage, I'm like, this is what I do in my bedroom. I'm just showing everyone what I'm doing in my bedroom. Mm. And then, like, when I get off the stage and I like, actually have to, like, keep that up, then I'm like, uh, uh, uh. Like, yeah. I don't want to I'm like, where did that go? Like, I yeah. just utilize all of it. So. Well, it's an adrenaline dump, too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Immediately when you get off stage. Yeah. Like, I'll get off stage sometimes and be shaking yeah same mm -hmm. and just and like, like i don't even know what that was yeah i'll get off gotta calm down for a minute you know yeah. i get yeah. a drink usually after. yeah it's just to kind of taper down my energy that's so true absolutely you know there's always that fucking post-show rush where you feel like you're shaking yeah just vibrating or whatever you guys ever feel like super light like in terms of like density after you're a good set you performed, you done performed your heart out, maybe like three, four, five. I feel fulfilled. Definitely, there's a sense of fulfillment, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know about a sense of light though, but definitely fulfilled. Yeah. Like er, a sense of like. Oh, also, there's the sense of like, I'm glad that's over with. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's light in that sense. Yeah, exactly. You know? that's what I meant. Like, yeah, yeah. In terms of like lighter, it's like, oh, mm -hmm. that off me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially if it's a good set, and you're like, oh fuck, I'm just, I'm so glad that it's, it's yeah. over with, you know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Hey, another awesome episode of What's Up with That, guys. Um, if you've been watching, you see all the kick push clips I put in here. I want y'all to send in your skate clips. I'll put it in the in the edits and everything, and put it on a little commercial. Send them into my email. Links are in the bio and all that shit. Like, subscribe, follow, and share. All that shit. Tune into the next episode. Make sure you follow the homie Siobhan. Yep, yep. Hey, everyone on the Twitch, thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all be you or gonna be us. Later. If you'd like to see raw, unedited live episodes, follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash what's up with that. To watch full episodes of What's Up With That, subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash what's up with that.